The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to a new month, a new year, a new decade, and a new edition of the Veritas Show, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where you shall find. I'm still your host, Mal Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members, as always. You are keeping Veritas alive. And since this may be the first or second show of the year, depending on when you listen to the last one, I still want to wish you a fantastic new year. Tonight's special guest is one of the most respected researchers in the field of alien abductions, Dr. David Jacobs, who will discuss the alien hybridization agenda. Dr. Jacobs will be with us shortly. I want to thank Crystal Clark once again for the last two shows, which have elicited a lot of participation and have received a lot of feedback. Those were two shows that gave us a lot of hope for the future. One of the beauties of being a Veritas member is not only the shows, but the fact that some of our guests actually join our Magicor forum. Crystal has joined and has been kind enough to field plenty of questions. Oh, and I would like to make a correction. During the last show, Crystal Clark was referring to author Carlos Castañeda, and I said Spanish author Carlos Castañeda and the fact that I would like to invite him on the show, when in fact, in my mind, 
I was referring to Spanish author J.J. Benitez. Carlos Castañeda is no longer alive and is Peruvian. I knew that, but had a momentary lapse of reason. To those who brought this to my attention, I thank you. In the past few days, I've seen a marked increase in the number of new members. I'm sure it's a combination of the great guests we're having, and also being that it is a new year. Many are finally convinced that an investment of $5.32 per month, or $0.17 per day, can really make a difference. Veritas is not for everyone. I know that. And as I said at the beginning, Veritas is for those who dare to seek the place where they shall find. Don't wait any longer. Subscribe today by heading to our website, veritasshow.com. We have a very loyal member who is an eye doctor from Canada and has purchased a number of truth certificates in 2009. On January 1st, he wrote to me after purchasing a number of new truth certificates. Quote, May I be the first one to buy two front row seats for a six-month pass on the 2010 Veritas bus. My goal as a primary eye care doctor is to help focus the light and help elevate the world's consciousness one person at a time, unquote. I love that. Sandy, thanks for your loyalty and for making a difference in those you are sending these subscriptions to. I will work very hard so they are not disappointed. And a new whistleblower has come out to talk about the reality of time travel. We had Andrew Bashago on the show a few weeks ago, and now the headlines show Dr. David Anderson from the Anderson Institute, whose motto is Innovation and Excellence in Time Technology. When I read the recent headlines, I knew I have heard the name before, so I looked and found that Dr. Anderson had actually written to me on November of last year. I will contact Dr. Anderson for a possible interview to discuss the exciting topic, and I hear that he discusses the technology and the practical applications, so stay tuned. Also, let me announce a few future shows. Nick Redfern, Drs. J.J. Hertak and Desiree Hertak, Kerry Cassidy and Bill Ryan from Project Camelot, Stephen Bassett, Benjamin Felford, and many more. Subscribe today and don't miss a show. For more news, visit our blog or the Magicor Forum, where we discuss all relevant world events. If you need to get in touch with me, send me an email to mail, that's M-E-L, at veritasshow.com. And now, to those of you who are interested in the abduction phenomenon, get ready to find out why aliens are refining a hybrid race that could potentially take control of planet Earth. For decades, abduction researchers have looked into the possibility of a hybridization program in which a hybrid race is being refined until perfection is achieved. Could it be that this program is intended for the colonization of planet Earth? Could the aliens be preparing to turn on the switch that will allow these hybrids who walk among us to rule the planet? If the subject matter is too hard for you to consider, stop this audio now. If you are ready, I want to know by listening to this revealing interview with Dr. David Jacobs. Don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Most of the great music you hear right here on The Veritas Show is supplied by the independent artists from Jamendo.com. If you hear a song you like, 
go over to our homepage, VeritasShow.com, click on the guest, look up the song, and download it. You can even buy the group's CDs, in many cases, right there at Jamendo.com. This is Yvonne Smith, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Dr. David Jacobs is Associate Professor of History at Temple University, specializing in 20th century American history and culture. He began researching the controversy over unidentified flying objects in America in the mid-1960s and has amassed over 35 years of primary research data and analytical hypothesis on the subject. Dr. Jacobs has written and delivered many articles, papers, and addresses on the subject of UFO abduction, and has been a consultant to the major UFO organizations. In recent years, he has concentrated on ascertaining the proper methodological techniques for the hypnosis and therapy of abductees. He is the author of many books, including Secret Life, First-Hand Accounts of UFO Abductions, The Threat, and UFOs and Abductions, Challenging the Borders of Knowledge. And directly from our Veritas virtual studio in Philadelphia, Dr. David M. Jacobs. Hello, Dr. Jacobs, and welcome to the Veritas show. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Mel. It's my pleasure. Dr. Jacobs, abductions and hybrids are topics that we frequently discuss on this show, and you have done your share of research. But first, please give us some background of yourself and how you were able to get into this subject and when you started your research into this. Well, if you're talking about abductions, uh, I had already been a UFO researcher for a number of years, and um, I, like almost all serious UFO researchers, thought that the abduction phenomenon was really a side issue, a side leg. It was probably psychological in some way. People, you know, people are strange. They make up things, and and strange things happen to people, and who knows what. And so I primarily, even with the abduction phenomenon uh, out there, I, I paid very little attention to it. Uh, I met Bud Hopkins uh, in 1981. Bud Hopkins was uh, beginning his uh, research on abductions and had just published a book called uh, Missing Time. Yes. And uh, I, I had, uh, I, I guess I shook hands with him at a conference in 1981. I don't even remember doing that. And I uh, had no, no, con- uh, I, I didn't even stay to hear his paper on abduction. So it was, it was a waste of time. I, I, I had better things to do, like stand out in the hallway and chat with a friend of mine. I mean, there was just no, I wasn't going to sit there for an hour and a half or an hour and, and, and waste my time listening to something about abductions. Uh, so that's sort of the way most abduction, most UFO researchers were actually, this is uh, 81 in 82, a mutual friend insisted that I, I come over to uh, follow him, go with him to, uh, to Bud Hopkins house in New York city. I had met, I'd met with him to, for a talk in, in New York city and, and I didn't, I didn't want to go to Bud Hopkins house. Uh, once again, this is just a waste of my time, you know? So he said, no, 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 Hopkins is a nice guy, you'll see. And, uh, and, and I finally consented to get into the cab and 
go to Bud Hopkins' house. And when I when I got there and we met Hopkins finally, um, uh, Hopkins impressed me immediately as being extremely intelligent, uh, very careful, very well thought, uh, well thought out, and and uh, uh, I was uh, suddenly interested in what he was doing. And um, the interesting thing was is that uh, as we, as I was leaving his his house in New York City, uh, we were standing on the sidewalk, and he said, what are you doing this summer? And I said, well, normally we go up to Maine for vacation, but we have a new baby, and so it's too long a trip, so we're going to a small town in Cape Cod, which is uh, off the coast of Massachusetts, off Massachusetts, uh, just off Massachusetts, is part of Massachusetts, and um, called Wellfleet, this little place called Wellfleet. And we're going to spend a couple of weeks there. He said, Wellfleet, I own a house in Wellfleet. I go to Wellfleet for three months every summer, and he has been doing it for years and years. So with that sort of serendipitous situation, that coincidence, uh, we met again in, in Wellfleet, and uh, he introduced me to some abductees. Who I, of course, I'd never met an abductee. And he showed me what he was doing, and, and uh, uh, I was impressed. I was impressed. And I came back down and I talked to uh, Alan Hynek, who was the dean of UFO researchers at that time. And I told him that uh, that this guy Hopkins was onto something. And, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't just a flash in the pan, that this was something that was maybe meaningful. And uh, Alan told me, no, David, stick with UFOs. Stay away from that abduction stuff. Stick with UFOs, because with UFOs, you have serious evidence. You have photographs and movies and you have radar tracings and triangulated witnesses and the priest and the minister and the rabbi and all that and you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of them around the world and you've got effects on the ground and on the environment and on on mechanical um, uh, objects and and animals and people i mean it's everything everything you could ever want in terms of evidence except having a ufo we already had so stick with that. That's where sort of the prize was. And I told him, I don't know, Alan. I, Hopkins is he? I think he's really onto something here. This, I mean, this, this abduction thing is just not as nonsensical as I had assumed. And uh, so I didn't take his advice. And I met up with Hopkins some more and more. And he invited me up to his house up in New York, which is about 100 miles from where I am in Philadelphia. And... Um, uh, I, uh, by 1986, this is four years later, I had decided that the only way to deal with the abduction phenomenon for myself was to learn how to do hypnosis. Now, I had never hypnotized anybody except students who I hypnotized immediately. As soon as I start to talk, I can see their eyes closed and their mouths open. And uh, so that I was extremely frightened about the prospect of doing hypnosis. But in 1986, I uh, I started to uh, I started to do this, and that's and that's sort of been uh, the road to ruin for me ever since. <laughs> uh, did you have any mentor when you started, or do you consider Bud Hopkins a mentor? Well, Bud was what what I was doing with Bud is uh, he would uh, I would go up to his his uh, his home and he would do hypnosis there, and I would sit in on his sessions, copying down everything he said and and analyzing what was going on. I read books about hypnosis, and I. Uh, I, you know, I, I tried to learn hypnosis as best I could. I'm not certified in it. And, um, and so he, he really sort of 
you know, led me uh, uh, through how to do hypnosis with abductees. Now, obviously, uh, over the years, I've changed considerably and, and, and refined my own techniques as best as I can. And uh, but he he was my mentor. He's also my closest friend in the world. And we, we speak all the time and so forth. So it's interesting how Dr. Heineck told you to stay away from the abduction cases because of the lack of, of evidence, if you will. But after so many years of you doing this, and this is a question that I had for you know middle of the show, I'm sure you found some commonality, some common denominator, something that gets repeated again and again and again between abductees. Did you find any commonalities in all the years you've been doing this? Right. Well, you know, um, uh, with, a, with UFO research, you're looking for patterns. That's, that's, everything has to do with patterns. If it's not patterned, then, then you, your, your evidence is infinitely weaker. Uh, and with abductions, it's the same way. You're looking for patterns. And the problem with abductions, uh, before I even get into that, is that the evidence is pri- – you have to understand where the evidence fits into the spectrum of evidence. It is human memory recovered through hypnosis um, – which is administered by amateurs like me, for instance. And consequently, it's as weak a form of evidence as you can possibly get. It's it's hard to imagine a weaker form of evidence. Memory is faulty. And besides that, with the abduction phenomenon, people forget what happened to them immediately after the event. So what they do remember oftentimes is just little snippets of things here and there, little pieces. Sometimes they put those pieces that are very distorted and wrong into, into a narrative. They put them together into a narrative that, that they think they, quote, remember, end quote. And, uh, and, and, and they tell you this and, and people think, well, this story is much better because it doesn't have hypnosis uh, involved with it. But oftentimes it's much worse without hypnosis. It's much less truthful in a sense or less accurate, let's put it that way. And consequently, uh, even when you get as accurate as possible, you have to deal with the problem of memory and hypnosis. And we don't have films, and we don't have tapes, and we don't have uh, uh, people, uh, not usually, although sometimes we do have other people seeing the abduction. But even then, it's primarily based on anecdotal evidence, whereas the UFO phenomenon is not. It has uh, all sorts of hard evidence involved with photographs and radar and all the rest of that stuff so that people know that there was something there that was acting very strangely at, at the very least. Um, whereas with abductions, uh, it's, the evidence is, is much, much, much weaker. Now, having said that, we have an enormous amount of evidence for abductions. I mean, it is just astounding how much evidence we have for this and how much we know about this subject. And it is very, very patterned. People all say the same thing around the world. And it does not matter what society they live in, whether they're educated or not educated, whether they're rich or whether they're poor, whether they... Uh, uh, what the political situation is, what their political views are in the country that they live in, nothing like that matters. They all say the same thing in precise detail about what is happening to them. It is the most astonishing phenomenon ever. There's never been anything quite like it in human history, as far as I can tell. People forget due to the shock that they experience, or could it possibly be that the amnesia 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.